Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your bonus episode of the Icebreakers. Yes, it was Dancing on Ice. It was Musicals Week. Matt and Frankie here to bring you something really freaking exciting. So we sat down with the incredible and gorgeous Claire Sweeney this week. So take a look at this amazing chat. Eek! I loved it. West End star, TV icon, entertainment legend, and accidental TikTok influencer, it's Claire Sweeney. Hello. Hello. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Thank you, Claire, so much for joining us on here. Um, I just, I'm so over the moon, so over the moon. It's a pleasure. I've been enjoying your podcast, so it's an absolute pleasure. Oh, thank you. Well, I guess we need to dive straight in to Dancing on Ice this year. I think... You have won, I think almost every week, you have won the gold star for glamour. I mean, some <laughs> of the outfits, last, last week I called you a silver sensation, you may have heard on the, on the podcast, but before that, even like your week one, you just came out and you shone. You looked but amazing. As you know, I mean, we've got to give credit to Marcus and his team for that hair and makeup. I mean, that yeah. man is a genius. And then Vicky Gill and her team with all those little wizards sticking all the stones one by one with the glue. I mean, the wardrobe team are just amazing. So you kind of, you know, I turn up in the morning with my tracksuit and my hair wet and no makeup and then come out looking like that. And it's all thanks to them. And also to Mitch. Let me give this Mitch and Jamie, the creatives, because they come up with these wonderful, like they, they come up with a Dan Whiston as well. And Karen, with the idea for me to come out on a chariot pulled by partially naked men and then Cruella de Vil. <laughs> All and your then, midlife dreams come true. Yeah. And there's all my, also kind of my, I always say I'm a gay man in a woman's body. All my camp dreams come true. And then big spender. So I've got them to thank for everything. I just had to turn up and do it. Did you enjoy the process? I loved it. It's been, it's been like the scariest, most exciting, most thrilling roller coaster ride ever. And I've come off it now. And I'm like, that was great. But I feel like I did come out at the right time. I think everybody sort of experiences that when they, when it is their time to leave the show, you kind of are at peace with it, you know, and everybody feels so um, like sad for you because your journey has ended. And, you know, through the 16 series that I did and with every celeb that I had partnered with, they all said exactly the same thing. And it's kind of this weird thing that happens within that studio is you know what? It was my time to go. I mean, I think, except for Sally Dinova, Sally Dinova asked her, the audience week after week to not vote for her because she wanted to go home. Like she had had enough of it. It was too much work. It was, you know, she loved it. But at the same token too, it's, it's nice to hear though, that your experience was fulfilling for you. Well, I was in pain. I was in a lot of pain on Sunday. Um, and I kind of thought, I, I'm getting injured now. I'm tired and I'm getting injured. And I want to protect myself. And when you're 52, you don't bounce up so quick. So mm. I came out at the right time. I came out on a high, doing my great number. And everything was manageable. But I was in a lot of pain. So I was, I was glad. I was going to ask you about that, actually. I was going to ask you how you feel that that pain and that pain management impacted your performance on Sunday. We couldn't tell, but obviously... You're a singer and a singer with a rib injury, that's a lot of strain on your lungs. There's a lot of extra work that you're doing down there to sing, never mind then having to skate. Do you feel that that was a factor? It's funny, isn't it? It's, and you guys will get this. When adrenaline runs through your body, 
you don't feel it. Mm. And I was in pain, but adrenaline carries you through. And it kind of numbs it. And I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I can't say I went on and I was in agony and I didn't enjoy it. That wasn't the case. You know, there was injuries, but I really enjoyed the performance. And then the Save Me Skate, I kind of knew I was going. And I thought, I'm not skating here to be saved. I'm skating just to have a blast and enjoy it. And there's yeah. a point where I was just looking up at the balcony like, yeah, <laughs> you know. I absolutely loved it. I loved it. And they made the right choice. And it was just great. We could tell that you were just loving life. I was just loving it. I was literally living my best life to take that, bombing <laughs> it around the rink, you know. And I thought, Real just life enjoy it. <laughs> and there was kind of a point where I think I ended up on two feet, just pointing up at the balcony like, yeah, <laughs> just loving it. Love that. Oh, I love that. Oh, now, you had from a little bird has told me that you were up for the show for quite a few years or at least two or three years now i don't know if that ever got to you but it was always rumored like oh this this series claire is going to do the show and then when you got the phone call this year to do the to do the show um and you decided personally like yeah this is this is going to be my time to do it did any of those friends of yours who you know like the denise welsh's or even sally dinova or anybody from corey did they give you any sort of hints or tips or tricks? All of them did. I mean, Molly Gallagher was brilliant. Jane Danson mm. was brilliant. Denise Van Outen, she was calling me. Um, Duncan. Um, I had loads of mates who've done it. They were all, oh, yeah. look who it is. Hiya. <laughs> Hiya, babes. You're right. How hard is it? Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> and you don't bounce up so quick when you're older, do you? And how, how nerve wracking as well. I know, I thought I was going to lose loads of weight, weight and it weight. didn't happen, happen. <laughs> you don't need to, you look amazing. Oh, babe, said it now. But I, I loved it, I really enjoyed it. But people don't realise, like, you start in October, don't you? Three hours a day, and it takes over your life. And then suddenly, when it's finished, it's like, oh, oh my God, I can take my son to school. I've got little time in my day, what do I do? Yeah. You get your life back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you got your life back and got a wife. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Very good one as well. <laughs> Nine years yesterday, by the way. Can't believe it. Nine years. No. Yeah. Oh, amazing. It's so good it's to see, see you, David. David. So and good. You, and you. I'll see you later. See you later. Bye. 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 Bye, David. Bye. Bye. You were, you were talking about Sally and Molly and the people that, that were instrumental in you doing the show. Oh, not instrumental, but encouraged you to do the show from Corey. Well, what's interesting, Frankie, not one of them came to me and said I had a terrible experience. I didn't enjoy it. They all loved it. Um, Great. Molly, Ga Molly Gallagher was traumatized when it ended. She, was, she said, like, you know, I felt there was a void in my life, and they all loved it. And now, you know, listen, this is so cool. You know, I can get on the ice rink with my son at Christmas and not be holding on to a penguin. I can go round now. It's great news. Absolutely. Well, you can do more than go round. You'll be showing him some tricks. You'll be showing off. <laughs> Trying to do back crosses with him. You know what was really funny as well? When I was doing it, I mean, you two are pros, so, you know, you probably laugh at this, but I felt as if I was going a million miles an hour around that rink. I felt as if like my hair was blown back and I was going, and I'd watch it. And I was just kind of tootling round when I watched it. 
you are you so are slow. Yeah. yeah you are going a million miles an hour for what you're used to in real life so you would never be able to walk at that speed so it is quite well fast, that's actually. it i'm going around on blades as well oh. who was instrumental in the singing because we've never i correct me if i'm wrong matt but we've never had that in dancing on ice before we've never had live singing on the show and skating and com during the competition yeah we've had people sing on the show but actually competing that was amazing so that was Mitch and Jamie and I love those boys I've got everything to thank for those boys and they just gave me great stuff to do and they said to me Sweeney how do you feel about singing Big Spender Live I said so you want me to sing skate and strip at the same time I said absolutely Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Absolutely. Yeah. That opening shot of you stood within that clam, and we all knew like you were going to be singing because obviously the VT and everything. Yeah. I was just like, I was blown. My socks flew off my feet. Like it just was. It was <laughs> everything. So gay, it was iconic. It, it was yeah. iconic. Uh, in a clam. <laughs> and I thought, if I'm, if I'm going to go out anyway, I'm happy to go out in a clam singing Big Spender. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my Blank God, amazing. Beats. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, we actually both watched the show live together in the studio and then we do the podcast straight afterwards. And when you came out and did that, both our floor, our jaws hit the floor and we both just went, wow. And actually Matt said, she doesn't even need to skate. We could just, you said, Matt, that you would just want to listen to her sing for the rest of the series. We would have voted oh, totally. for that. Every, <laughs> every, everybody else's performance, just to have Claire sing. Have Claire perform in the background. Please. <laughs> What's she singing in this week? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So how, are your, how are your ribs now, Claire? And how do you feel? Because you and I are more or less the same age. I'm coming up 51 next week, or a couple of, in a couple of weeks. And You look amazing. You know, I know as a kind of middle-aged menopausal, or I don't know where you're at with that, but kind of menopausal woman, the hormones, the muscle tone. And you know as a performer, you've danced all your life, you've acted all your life. It's a very physical job. And I just find it very difficult to maintain my muscle tone. So how did you find that getting on the ice? Because we know that ice skating is not like dance. It's actually a lot harder. Well, I went, I walked from the canteen. You know the lovely canteen, they have the food. I walked mm. from there to my dressing room, carrying a little roast dinner and fell down the stairs. I, oh, walk, no. along to, I walk along to the post office along the road and I fall over. It's like with menopause, my equilibrium is a bit all over the place and I keep falling and crashing and banging. And I so it's a brilliant a bit... idea to do the ice skating show. Then. Well, I seem to be a bit more steady on the ice than I do off the ice. <laughs> yeah. I know. It was interesting um, when, when I changed, this is, well, you know, when we were tra training in Slough and um, Streatham and all that, I didn't have many falls. Then when I came to um, Bovington, I started falling. And mm. I think it's different ice, isn't it? You're getting used it to It is different, different ice. Yeah, you're getting used yeah. to different ice. And I started taking quite a few falls and getting used to the size of the rink and all that. And yeah. then that eased up a little bit. But um, it's when you get older, it's not only the fall physically, it's the mental side of it. It rattles you to the core and then it knocks your mm. confidence. Then you've got to fight that back. You know, maybe 10 years ago, I, I, I didn't care. I just got straight back up and bounced up you know and then I was trying to be brave but you know I didn't want any more falls and I was happy that I went one and realistically I, w I was not the best skater technically There's, the competition is fierce this year so with a 
you know, with a bit of luck, I might have been in, if I had got through to next week, this week I probably might have gone in the double elimination. Definitely no. the week yeah. after. You know, I was going to be going in the next two weeks. So it yeah. felt right to go when it did, when I did. Yeah, I think it's interesting as well because um, when we talk about menopause and we talk about kind of that fear factor that creeps in, I was the same as you, like a daredevil up until my, you know, mid-40s. And I think that anxiety that kicks in, I've never experienced that before, that fear of really anything. Um, and so I don't know if that is a hormonal thing, if it's another one of the symptoms that we have to deal with. Um, but that's interesting because you're such a seasoned performer and I wouldn't imagine that anything to do with life performance would worry you. know what was interesting, you. you know, when I came out, <clears throat> I was scared and I felt so, I felt empowered in that first week coming out in the chariot because I wasn't skating out apologetically on ice. I came up being no. pulled with the boys and I came out owning it, right? Yeah. And I thought, right, how do I get this onto the ice now? So I Great decided, mentality. Yep. So I decided to sing. I thought, what's my comfort zone? Where do I feel empowered and comfortable? It's when I'm singing. So I decided to sing the beginning of the song. And I might have looked, I might have looked stupid. I didn't care, but I thought just to get this empowerment onto the ice from the chariot, I decided to sing the beginning of it. And then I felt okay. I think I did you a great disservice because when you came out on the chariot, and of course, that's probably one of the most iconic moments of the series so far. It was mm -hmm. just stunning. I don't know if you've had a chance to watch it back on screen. It looked amazing. <laughs> the guys, and you were giving I mean, it. It was like, so yeah, it was and Andy but... were just glorious, weren't they? And then I sighted into the arms of my beautiful Colin, who held Thank me Thank you for and... all of that. Yeah. We loved it. Um, but I have to say that uh, when you came out, I saw that you were singing. I actually thought you were lip syncing. I said that straight away. And for me, when I see celebs lip syncing, I, I usually know it's a sign of nerves because they just kind of yeah. like want to try and get through it with the nerves. But I didn't realize you were singing. And that actually is a brilliant strategy because like you said, that's your safe place. So oh, bringing no, that safety onto the ice. No, I wasn't actually, that wasn't my voice. I was just singing no, along I know. to yeah, the yeah. song. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know. But that, yeah. that to make you feel more comfortable, that's a brilliant strategy. Well, well done. I tried to work it out. I thought, where do I feel safe? Where do I feel comfortable performing? Because I'm not confident skating because I'm not a skater, so I feel confident selling it from the waist up and singing. So I just thought yeah. I'll do that. I found that with when I skated with Denise Welsh, that we had to as well try and find something that she was comfortable with to make her feel comfortable on the ice. And she used to hum. She would have this like these and she wasn't humming the tune that we were skating to. She would hum <laughs> she would hum something completely different. And at the first couple of times I was like, What are you doing? Like I just didn't understand it. And she was like, That's how I process it, you know, because she was I think we did the show when she was fifty or fifty one. Um yeah. and I think I have had probably four or five women that I've skated with who were premenopausal or were in yeah. menopause. And me as a man, I feel so fortunate that I was given that opportunity to work with those women. I now understand what you guys go through and that how not take, easy yeah. it is, you know, yeah. and then to apply a sport to it, to apply. And we've spoken about this uh, last week with Michelle Heaton and as well with Denise, um, you know, the, not that you have a disadvantage, it just is a different factor involved that the men don't have, that the athletes don't have, or that the younger contestants don't have. And I think it's a true testament that you haven't, you never gave up, right? And 
thankfully the, the the partners that I had as well in the past, they never gave up. We embraced it yeah. as a couple and we tried yeah. to figure out, okay, how can we do this? Yeah. Yeah. And Colin was very patient and very kind and considerate with me then. Also, you know, Dan Whiston and Karen were just brilliant with me, you know, and Dan got me. Dan knew how my mind worked in choreography. I needed to yeah. do things on a lyric or on a count, you know? Yeah. And he kind of, when he was choreographing, he'd explain, he knew how my mind worked, which was great. Mm. That's good to hear. Yeah. Very, very good to hear. Mm. Yeah, it should. I think, um, but you said, you know, you felt like your skating technique wasn't the best. And I, I disagree with that, actually. When we watched you, Matt and I, we watched very closely for the feet and how the body is and if the legs are underneath and if the core is strong. And actually what we saw with you was actually excellent skating technique. Mm -hmm. But we could tell that you didn't have the power to get the speed. And again, I think that comes back to just not having the same muscle mass that you have when you're a young person. Yeah. You were never going to get that. You would have had to train for, you know, one or two years to regain that muscle mass. To for get the that power, power, for the speed, the mind has got to be behind that as well. Yes. And um, the fear of not falling, you know. So to be fair to Colin, he worked on fundamentals with me. And I knew when we did a circle of crosses, my crosses were really clean, really yeah. finished. My back crosses were really clean, really finished, followed through on the edge. So I knew I had that. But as you said, the power. And, you know, people sometimes, they do. And also, you know, we didn't do, you know, because of our height and maybe I'm a bit heavier than some of the other girls, we didn't do all the lifts up above and all that. So as we, we were doing time on the ice as opposed to mm -hmm. up in the air. Although they said on the last routine there was um, too many lifts. Um, but you can never win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But listen, I enjoy. I did three shows, and I did three. I couldn't have wished for three better songs, three stonking yeah. numbers, and it was great. And I'm kind of in one piece still, you know. So exactly, you were amazing. You and, were absolutely amazing. And four amazing performances because uh, you know your your skate off as well was amazing performance. But there were no there were no trips, there were no accidents. There was nothing that you could say. Oh, I wish I'd done that better. Everything you did was perfect and clean. Oh, well, that's great. And, you know, that's thanks to Colin. Yeah. yeah. The, um, he is it's, He it's, is pretty awesome. He's great, isn't it? It's funny watching it. The leaderboard changes each week, doesn't it? Yeah. Each mm -hmm. week, it's like you can't call it, can you? Because the competition no, is so high. It's so high. And we've said this every single week. Um, and I'm kind of tired of hearing myself saying it. But this is the first time in 16 series that the depth of talent is 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 where it's at we've never seen anything yeah. like this before and you normally at this stage halfway through you can sort of get a feel for who the public is voting for you can sort of get a feel for that top two spots on the leaderboard not this year you can't you can't it's, can you? you know it it feels like a real skating competition now yeah absolutely absolutely you know and different people bring different things to the ice like i love watching eddie perform you know, he's oh, a real so entertainer. But then Adele's got this grace yeah. and this mm -hmm. poise and these clean lines. She's so beautiful, isn't she? Yeah. And then yeah. I look at Ryan. Ryan's got such a great personality and he's great. And then Miles. I mean, it's just, you just can't call it. Can't call it. No. And Amber as well. It, yeah. And I do think if it had been a different year, maybe if you'd have been in last year, you'd have gone a lot further, actually, Claire, because... Your skating is a, is a lot better than you're giving yourself credit for. Your actual technique was brilliant. And you you looked very safe. 
I mean, you did look a little nervous the first um, episode, I think, like we said. Um, but you you said you did feel nervous. And I think any, well, I know David said that he he's felt, never felt as nervous in his life as he did when he did Dancing on Ice. So yeah. we understand that. But you you were very secure on your feet. So I think if it had been another year, you would have gone probably a bit further. Yeah, but I don't feel any regret in that, thinking I wish it was another year. I've yeah. really enjoyed, I keep saying it, I've really enjoyed what I've done. I went back on Monday uh, for some physio and I wasn't thinking, I'm devastated, I'm gutted. I just feel joy and Good. loved it. And, you know, I kind of knew I was never going to be where they are. So that's great. Let, let everyone carry on. I can't wait for Sunday to sit on my sofa and watch it with Jackson. That's <laughs> yeah. great. Oh. Are you coming back for the final? Will we see you in the final? Or is yes. the injury too bad? I, no, no, it's fine. I'll be back. Cool. Listen, nothing's stopping Amazing. me getting back on there. Yeah. Oh, God, I can't wait. Getting back on. I'm but, dying to know who you've put in your envelopes. I know you can't tell me, but I'll be curious to see. <laughs> <laughs> Couple who more weeks to go. <laughs> I can't call it. Who, I don't want to call it. Who would you it, put in your envelope, do you think? I, I, I can't call it, and I don't want to call it, because I feel you a loyalty do. to everyone in different ways, yeah. you know? And each yeah, week sure. it's changing. Each week there's different strengths, you know? And it'll be interesting when it comes to judges' challenges. It could change again then. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, and then this is the double elimination, which is the earliest I believe they've ever done it in the series history. So really? it, again, it's going to really shake things up because, as we what? know, sometimes uh, that public is it because is it because the series is shorter, or why would they have done that then? I think it's just to help move things along. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, to spice things up. You know, they they're trying new things this series, um, and uh, it, it's really going to shake the leaderboard up for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a great, it's a great, and I'm loving Stephen and Holly. They're fantastic. It's it's a great season, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Do you think? Um, oh, menopause. Brain's gone. Sorry. <laughs> Claire. I, I had a question like this and everything. Brain fog. No, what I was going to say. Was, I get it all the time. It's awful, isn't it? It's awful. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it? it's just like empties, and nothing's there. <laughs> Sometimes I see my son, and I'm trying to think of his name, and it's just like empty. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. But you got to laugh. Um, I've remembered now. I was going to say um, that we spoke about on the, the first show that we saw you skating about your bubbly and warm personality and how that came across. But actually, the more numbers that you did, and particularly with the singing one, your personality came across so strongly and so well. I think you've gained an army of fans at home that may not have seen you in Corrie or Brookside or whatever it was, Aww. you know, that they've seen it or, or on the West End. But I think you've probably gained another section of fans that will say oh, she lovely. looks like a really amazing, lovely person. And especially, I mean, in Corrie, I'm not very pleasant. Um, <laughs> so if, if, you, if you do watch Corrie, at least they get to see the real me, you know, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, and well, I that's think that's, nice. That's, that's the other part of the show that people don't always focus on because, of course, it's a skating competition. But, Claire, before you came into this show, you will not have known as much about skating as you do now. And if you think about the general public, they don't know very much at all. We're educating them year on year. Of course, they're getting more discerning. But, the mo but you know, a really big part of the competition is seeing people's personalities in real time, in stressful situations. And you came across just so, well, I know you anyway, so I know that's how you are, but you just came across so beautifully and so bubbly and so warm. 
So yeah, I think you've you've definitely won that part. Well, of that's competition. really kind of you. Thank you. And as someone who knew nothing about skating, I watch it very differently now. I used to watch and just think, wow, that's an amazing lift. And lifts are amazing. But now I'll go, that's a really beautiful edge or a lovely cross. And that will impress me more than than someone spinning around on a finger. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so it's quite, it's quite interesting how, you, how it changes, which is great. Well, thank you, Claire, so much for your time. We want to welcome you to the Dancing and Ice alumni. Oh, We're so happy you. that you're a part of it. Um, and I cannot wait to see you back on the ice in the final. Oh, thank you. Oh, my God. I absolutely loved speaking with her. Love her. Like, I didn't know, first off, that you knew her. You hid that from me. I mean, I didn't. I mentioned it early on in the podcast. I have proof. Well, I guess I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I think that's more like it. Yeah, but what she's just, she's just a ray of sunlight. She's a really generous person. I'm glad you said I, I hid it from you because then I feel like I wasn't being biased towards her. I do try and be objective. So I'm glad that you didn't know that and you didn't pick that up. No, it was awesome. Just I really, really enjoyed my time. So Claire, once again, thank you so much for spending uh, 20 minutes with us. It was greatly, greatly appreciated. And thank you for being such a warm human being. We love you. All right. Now we want to get to some of the questions that you guys have sent in throughout the week. Once again, we are loving how much interaction you guys have with us. I mean, we're literally having to handpick these to make sure that we're giving you guys the right information because a lot of times the questions are repeated. Yeah, so, everybody wants to know the same things and I get it. Yeah. Uh, but this is my favorite part of the week. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So our first question here comes from Deborah. She says, I wondered how much say the pros get into their hair, makeup and costumes. And has there ever been a look that either of us weren't happy with? I'm not sure you're happy with my look this week. It's a bit dramatic. <laughs> Feral. I think it's starting feral. to slide a little I bit. I was going with feral. Listen, I, you know, this is a big show. It's one of the biggest shows on TV and it is months in the planning. So no, the pros do not get a, a, a huge amount of say in what we wear, in how we look. These creatives are kind of put together on mood boards. And then of course, some input is welcomed, but it's not always possible to change things at the last minute. Have there been times when people haven't liked their look and, and their hair and their makeup and their costumes. The costumes are fitted uh, usually a week in advance because obviously there are times when uh, alterations have to be made or certain costumes don't work with certain manoeuvres that you do on the ice so that has to be rethought. There needs to be time to do that. In terms of hair and makeup, really, although we do have meetings sort of the week before, it is sort of you turn up on the day and you get what you're given because there's a great creative team behind that that will design the hair and the makeup around your face and around your music and around your celebrity to complement all of that. But there have been times, and I'm not going to name names, but there have been times when people just said no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're not going to throw anybody under the bus, both no. professionals and well as celebs. Yeah, it does happen. But Marcus, who is head of hair and makeup on this run of the series, is absolutely incredible. He uh, he is well, he doesn't want to put out a look that's going to look bad. And I think it comes down to personal preference sometimes. Well, and I think they never are putting out a look that looks bad. But sometimes when you draw it on paper, but then you see it on your face, it looks very different. And if you're not comfortable out there, then you're not going to skate your best. So they are really accommodating and they will always try and make you feel yeah. as comfortable as possible. But yeah, I've seen a few feathers fly. I think a look that I probably wasn't, well, I shouldn't say that actually. I loved it at the time. But now that I go back and I look at it, I'm like, what the heck I was I doing? And it was the disco outfit, gold lame, spandex, bell bottoms, and a crop top <laughs> with painted on 
abs. And you have abs, so why did they paint on your abs? Because they wanted it more. Oh my god. I don't know, but it was just atrocious. I mean, it was it was a long time ago. It was, it was of a very its long time. time and you did love it. I mean, you worked it like a trooper at the time, but yeah, when we look at, back at those throwback pictures, I do laugh. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a it lot. was a lot. All right, this one comes in from Mary. She says, what is the one dance that you both can't get out of your head? Na, 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 can't get you out of my head. Oh, that's Kylie's song. But one that you have done that you always think about or that you sort of always revert back to. Like, one of what was one of your favorites? Well, when I skated with my husband. Oh, when I skated with my husband. Boring. I actually didn't like the music that we skated to, I was just going to say. <laughs> I kicked off. I was like, Dino, what have you done? I don't like it. And he knew I didn't like it. So anyway, we in the skate off had to skate to um, Aerosmith, Don't Want to Miss a Thing. And I actually really liked that routine. It was really beautiful and we didn't get to see it. However, with Chris Fountain, I guess Crimea River was pretty iconic. Yeah, it was. Yeah. We competed against each other in oh, that yeah, series. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> we won. <laughs> Uh, I was hysterical. (laughs) So for me, it would have to be professionally speaking, the two tribes number that you and I did. Oh, that was so good. Oh, I thought we were just talking about celebs. Oh, any skating performance. Oh, oh, definitely. Celeb who? Absolutely. 100%. (laughs) I've got so many more professional numbers that I love. (laughs) Yeah. Name drop. We did uh, two tribes and each, we did that for tour actually. And I can remember. And do you remember how hard it was? Can we had I to- say what I wanted to say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go. We I was in, we had like these ripped costumes, right? And every day I'd go in, and it was like ripped even more and more and more. And I was like, I went into wardrobe, and I was like, what keeps happening? They're like, we're just wanting to expose you a little bit more. And I'm like, each day the rips just got bigger and bigger, and my hair got higher and higher <laughs> every show. So I had like that faux hawk. Oh, we should put that on because it's on YouTube. We should put that on our channel because it was a really great number. There was you, myself, and Dan, and we did this threesome where we were all oh wow. oh no, not that kind of threesome, people. <laughs> crew, oh my goodness, the crew just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so we did this this threesome number. It's called a trio, Frankie. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, if you insist. <laughs> Whatever you call it. <laughs> I mean, I was okay with a threesome. Okay, we did a trio. <laughs> and uh, I was skating with my two fave boys. So, hey, love it. There you go. Okay. Whoops. Let's get back and lost my train of thought there. Where are we? What are we doing, kids? So thank you, Mary, very much for leading us astray. <laughs> okay. So Claire has asked quite an interesting question, actually. There's a couple of parts to it. But she said, can you explain why figure skates are covered or colored in what looks like a plastic film, especially the female boots? Is it to protect them from scuffs or scratching? And are the male boots also covered? She basically wants to know what happened to the clean white boot. I'm going to do a little demonstration on my paws because what happens is sometimes, sometimes the girls will pull their tights over their boots just to give a nice, long, clean line, especially if they're wearing white skates. They'll pull a brown tight over and then you get a much longer leg line, which is really just more attractive, but not necessary. And then sometimes with the boys, they will have a different kind of material boot. So a lot of boys have like a new book leather and more of a suede feel to it, whereas the females generally tend to have a shiny leather. So maybe that's where you're getting the illusion of plastic from. There isn't usually plastic, but in 
costume department, if you have, let's say you have a blue trouser suit on, you would then have a blue boot cover over your boots just to continue that line so there isn't a break at the ankle, which will shorten the legs and also draw attention to any ugly feet that you may present to us during your routine. And also you'll find with Dancing on Ice, because they do want the boots to look a bit more fresh each week, they will... Um, spray the boot with the boot spray, which can sometimes make it look a, a little bit shiny or plasticky, but it's not. They're typically made out of leather. And look, you can see that during the weeks, the skates will get scuffed. So I, I might be skating or my partner might be skating alongside me, might kick me with his blade. I might kick myself with my own blade. That happens all the time. And you'll get little nicks out of them. So it's important to keep spraying them to keep the color looking fresh yes these boots are 15 years old are they yeah yeah they smell like it <clears throat> yeah but look how good they look that's because you don't really skate that much anymore oh look how good they Ouch. look in your head <laughs> <laughs> all painted and fresh and stuff We'd like to thank our sponsor, Lakeside Shopping Center, the leading retail and leisure destination in Essex. Just 35 minutes from London with free parking and over 250 stores to discover. And this week, I am wearing N.A. menswear. And I've been dressed by H&L. Wow. You look hot. All right, we are going to have to wrap up this bonus episode for you guys now. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Hit us up on those socials, as you can see on the screen here. It's basically pretty much at ice.breakers.pod across the board. Send us an email. And we love getting your questions and your opinions. So if you disagree with something that we said, let us know. Frankie loves to fight. Oh, yeah. She loves a good conversation. I'm feral. Okay, enough of these cat jokes. Can you please not come next week as a cat? No, those stink really bad. You guys help me. Get me out of here. Okay, bye. Produced by Be Inspired Media, the content and podcast agency. 